0: Jessica and Elizabeth discover the greatest gift of all. This week on the podcast, Sweet Valley Twins, The Magic Christmas, Part 2.
1: Hello, and welcome to Growing Up Bookish.
0: It's a nostalgic book podcast where we read books that we used to love and see if we still love them now.
1: I'm one of your hosts, Emma.
0: I'm your other host, Allison. Today, we're reading the second half of one of my choices the Sweet Valley Twins Magic Christmas. I read it as a young lass. It was very good. I loved it then. Do I still love it now? Tune in soon. <laughs> Tune in now because it's happening now. It's happening, now. <laughs> it's it's happening, happening fe- now. Get festive. Put on your jingle bells. Let's go. Before we start with our recap, I want to talk about some things that we had brought up last podcast because you were, since you're new to the Sweet Valley universe, you were asking me questions about Jessica and Elizabeth. And, like, I think the question was, what was Elizabeth's favorite book? Was like, that one of the questions? Yeah, yeah, I think we were trying to decide because she's, you know, a nerd and she likes reading, and we were trying to guess what, what her, her favorite, favorite book. book was. Yeah. I did a little bit of digging because nice. I wasn't sure. Here's the thing, though there's a few different answers. And I'm not sure which one's the correct one. Are
1: these reliable sources that you're getting the information from?
0: Okay, so yes, technically, (laughs) I suppose. Because the first one is the Wikipedia page for Sweet Valley Twins. Okay. In which they mention that Elizabeth reads, quote-unquote, Amanda Howard Mysteries. I was about to say, she seems like a murder mystery type Really? Of See, I yeah. didn't think that at all. And I was kind of just, and like, when I read it, I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. But I looked up Amanda Howard, and I don't think she's real. Like, I don't think Amanda Howard is a real author. So it's just a made-up Made-up mystery type. The, I'm, I'm actually kind of disappointed in Elizabeth for not reading something a little more intellectual. <laughs> you I don't, don't know. Think, you don't think murder mysteries are intellectual? I mean, I love them, but it's, it's not like literature, <laughs> I guess I thought she'd be a little bit more uptight and snooty. Like reading Shakespeare all the time? Right. Or... But that brings me to the <laughs> okay. other source, which is the official Sweet Valley website, which let me tell you a story about this website. <laughs> okay. I can't remember if it's like sweetvalley.com or something, but it's obviously owned or run by their publisher because all the links like link off to the publisher. But it's a 100% flash website. Which is they stopped doing those in like the mid 2000s Oh. so i don't know Memories. that it's been updated anytime recently and they clearly like re-released the sweet valley high books for a new audience because they have like new photographs of like you know trendy looking teen girls on them when was the newest book uh released when you say like new are we talking no i mean well they had like newer ones like i think they started doing like sweet valley university or something Huh? i never read any of those i don't remember when they came out i think these ones that i'm talking about are just re-releases of the original sweet valley do they have different book covers yeah yeah oh okay yeah they've got like uh apparently they have like two models that are supposed to be jessica and elizabeth and they're on all the covers and they're all over the website or whatever but in this section they have like you know About Jessica and about Elizabeth, and you click on it, and you see, like, a list of all their favorite likes. And I just want to say that they made them, like, 100% stereotypical garbage. Oh. And it was just, (laughs) I was like, are these canon? I'm (laughs) I'm not not sure. sure. But under there, Elizabeth's favorite book was... uh, anything by Jane Austen oh there you go yeah which I was like okay that seems more like the Elizabeth I imagined but it's also just so cliche yeah that I was kind of like oh, come on like I don't know pick like freaking T.S. Eliot or something yeah that would be good <laughs> <one> too. <laughs> still literary but not like Jane Austen like who doesn't like Jane Austen There is another piece of trivia that I found while I was digging, though. Okay. Because so remember, we also spoke about how Francine Pascal is not an author. Yeah, I think you would ask me if she ever writ wrote like any of the books, and I'm actually pretty sure she never did. Uh, So it's just
1: a yeah, so a pen name made up for. Well, it gets deep. Okay, sorry. Hang on.
0: Tell me. Sorry. So and some of this information is I'm a little like dusty on, so uh, feel free to correct me the internet if there's something I didn't quite get right from what I gather from reading like Francine Pascal's like biography on the webpage is that she wanted to make Sweet Valley Twins like a TV show like she was like uh she pitched the idea as a TV show and somebody in Hollywood somewhere was like nah this should be like a series of books but she's not a writer she just had like this idea for two twin okay. girls okay. which I'm like wow that's so unique and you're <laughs> such a visionary and then well, they Well how many
1: things like that were out there at that time? Maybe though?
0: not at that time. Like I guess the idea was that she wanted to create a soap opera type for high younger school audience hours. and they were like no I'll make this into a book series and clearly it worked. It did work. Cuz there you go but as far as I know Francine Pascal never wrote anything. That's why like on the cover it says like Francine Pascal's like, like it's her, her, idea, property, her property. Right. But she's not the writer. Okay. I don't know who the writer of Sweet Valley High is because I don't have it in front of me, but the the writer for Sweet Valley Twins is Jamie Suzanne. And from what I know, she wrote all of them. But Jamie Suzanne is not a person. What? It's a it's a pen name oh given God. to a group of people that wrote these. So we will never know who wrote Magic Christmas because it could be it anybody you can't find the group oh i tried to find names of individual people and i couldn't Do you couldn't. think they're all males do you think they're all females
1: do you think it's a mix i don't know oh my gosh i have no this way is the of the mystery of the year i
0: know <laughs> uh, yeah apparently the name jamie suzanne is like named after francie and pascal's daughters or something like one of them's jamie one of them suzanne or something i don't know yeah and this so it's just really just interesting name. yeah i thought it was interesting too because i had no idea it wasn't yeah. a real person it's just like a group the people. name. But what's weird is that Jamie Suzanne has like a Goodreads profile and like her own Wikipedia page. Like it's like it's a person, but it's not a person. Does, does it ever have a picture associated with it? No. The name? No. Oh my gosh. But she's got all these books like uh, attributed to her. That is fascinating. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I I've got I went I did a deep dive on Sweet yeah. Valley and so it was pretty fun to learn these <laughs> kinds of things. So I'm gonna start doing that for every book we read. Okay. You'll just you'll just be the detective for it's the just, private I just, eye for Well, it. I just fall into internet holes <laughs> yeah. and then I can't get back out. <laughs> well, that was a very long intro. We need to talk about Recap kind of what happened. Recap of last time. Do um, you ha- do you remember?
1: <laughs> so obviously they're in this magical world. They yes. got dolls from their grandmother. Yes. Transported
0: into a magical world, the e- hidden
1: kingdom. The hidden
0: kingdom which is being controlled by evil wizard Medwin, which you said you were going to come oh, yeah, up with a better yeah, okay. name. Did you Okay, well, no, you're going to fail
1: me for my homework oh, because no. I didn't
0: finish because
1: um such which Allison well knows homework. but no one else but not the internet knows. It takes forever for me to come up with names for things. So I, I don't know why I could get the why I thought I could get this done. Yeah, you were but so do, confident. <laughs> I know, but I do have. i was so confident because I, I still stand by Medwin is a terrible name for an evil wizard. It's All right. just um, when you think about linguistics and the sounds, the eh and the i, in Medwin, Medwin. It's just, they're hot like they're I feel like they're high notes. And when I think about, you know, evil names, I think of low notes. Like, I think Mordred. You have the that M and that R and that yeah. D and that O. And Medwin's just like... Sounds like a happy wizard name? He sounds like a squire
0: for someone. <laughs> a
1: squire?
0: Well, I <laughs> think he, he used, Medwin used to be like a good wizard or something. Well, I well, mean, they assume. So,
1: so I kind of looked up. I took the fact that, you know, he lived out in the woods and started looking at invasive plant names. So I've got Scoporius,
0: maybe? Scoporius? (laughs) Evil Wizard Scoporius. Okay, I like that. Morsus? Morsus? Morawi? Morawi. That makes me think of Morrowind, so no thanks. Uh, (laughs) um, Amaranth altissimus
1: altissimus is good yeah altissimus was good
0: i like that one i've
1: got cordata but next to that i said evil sister who wants revenge for her brother's death oh so you're just writing their story you're writing their story and the last one i have i just kind of wanted to throw in there's count adamar count adamar
0: (laughs) which from night's tale yes i'm like i wonder if i could sneak that in without allison knowing uh no absolutely not (laughs) Night's Tale is one of my favorite movies. <laughs> I'm not guilty about it at all because it's great. Okay, so evil wizard Scoporius. Uh, <laughs> or Altissimus. 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 Scoporius the, the I don't know. Nay, Medwin. <laughs> he took over the Hidden Kingdom just by walking in and taking it. A spell was cast upon Adair and Doran, who are twin brothers, to turn into dolls to go to Jessica and Elizabeth's world, which is where they found them. Right. They broke the spell, came to the world. Now they have to help get the kingdom back. Right. And they're separated. They're separated. The sisters are separated. Yes. The brothers are separated. Yes. And they're working together in teams. Yes. And that's that's where we are, pretty much. They're, yeah, I can't even remember what, what their last
1: they is. Well, okay, so they're as, on
0: their way to the castle now because they both saw their, like, they're wise people that gave, them, gave yes, Jessica and Elizabeth the keys. The, yes, that's right. So they gave them keys that the they keys. don't know what to do with yet. You know, the, you'll know the time will come. The time is, yeah. <laughs> so I'm expecting something amazing. And so they're both just like all on their way to the castle. That's, that's right. That's really it. Okay. And when we left off with Jessica, she had seen a unicorn. That's right. Which is her favorite thing. Which you, ha-
1: yes, I think I need a bit more background on this. Yeah. Um, not to be a gatekeeper of unicorn fandom but i'm kind of surprised that dorn is having to tell her like lore about, about the unicorns. unicorns yeah but does she does she I really i guess she
0: just thinks of it superficially like they're okay. pretty
1: i mean she doesn't read books so yeah so she doesn't not read I don't, unicorn books
0: jessica doesn't strike me as the kind that would know like the fantasy lore of a okay. unicorn cuz she'd be way too cool to read fantasy books <laughs> okay. But you know, unicorns are pretty, so that is true. So there you go. <laughs> they they decide to ride the unicorns to the castle and Jessica like dies of bliss because yes. she's like, Oh my god, if all my friends could see, see me now, no. I am riding a freaking <laughs> unicorn. She's just like the happiest. Uh, Doran makes more comments about how pretty she is. So, you know, they're just they're in love <laughs> <laughs> for, for a bunch of twelve year olds. Because um, I'm assuming they're 12 too. Although I kind of want to imagine God, them kind of older. 12 when you're
1: in sixth grade? I think so,
0: right? Oh,
1: yeah. I have a hard time remembering their yeah, age while too. reading this. I'm like, because These they are not seem a lot older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're
0: not acting like sixth graders. <laughs> no. I, in my head, Canon, they're 15. <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah, <laughs> so that sounds a little bit better. Maybe just
0: slightly immature 15 year olds. And maybe the princes are like 17. 17. Yeah. 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 That's that's what I want to think. I don't want to think of them as 12 year olds. <laughs> no. But you know, they keep calling the princes boys you know yeah, that's true that's so true. they're definitely not 17 adults. boys
1: 17 year old boys 17 year old <laughs> boys
0: yeah i oh weird i wrote in my notes that doran uses the term search me and i thought that was strange because it's like it's like slang hang on uh i put the page number so i could read the passage <laughs> above her a shadow passed by swiftly blotting out the sun for an instant doran jessica called what's that search me he replied i didn't get a good look that is not something a prince would say. <laughs> Search me? Yeah. No. Sorry. Sorry, Jamie Suzanne. Maybe <laughs> maybe that was somebody else
1: in the group that oh. like hadn't had a turn at writing. And they were <laughs> like, let <laughs> me
0: do a line. It's really clever, I swear. <laughs> yeah. And they are like, okay. okay. Look, we just need to leave it in because. <laughs> Obviously, the two dark specks they see in the air is... Elizabeth, Elizabeth and Adair who are leaf gliding yes. or whatever off of a canyon. So I guess they're not dead after all. Because I think when we left, they had just jumped off or something. Oh, yeah, that's right. But I wasn't, I wasn't I, worried. I mean, no. I'm pretty sure that this book does not end with Elizabeth splatting on the
1: ground. <laughs> no. So the question <laughs> is, would you rather leaf glide or ride a unicorn? Ride a unicorn. <laughs> Me as well. Yeah. I don't do well with heights. So.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think the leaf gliding would be fun. But <sighs> no. I'd much rather ride a unicorn yeah. for sure. So we switch back to Elizabeth. They had just jumped off the cliff. They didn't die. The leaves work like hang gliding. Everything's fine. And uh, they see figures down below on horses. I wonder who that is. They also see a tornado and they get sucked up into it. Yeah, the yeah. weird, random Random tornado. tornado. Yep, just out of nowhere. I mean, maybe it was Medwin that did it. I think they do say later that they think it was probably Medwin that did it. I
1: don't. Know. But he doesn't know that they're there yet.
0: Right? I don't at know. At this point? It's just some maybe I feel like they explained the tornado at some point. Now I can't remember what the explanation they was. Didn't. I don't know. I don't remember
1: thinking, Oh, now it all makes sense. I remember thinking this is just some random tornado yeah, like just Wizard to give, of Oz yeah. just to
0: move them along faster to get to the castle. Right. Well, Adair gets sucked up into that tornado and I think the I think the perspective switches again it's like a dare's in a tornado back to jessica (laughs) riding a unicorn and loving it and loving it well so yeah back to jessica they're riding along and loving it and the closer they get to the castle like the more everything's like dark and dreary and gray and so obviously like medwin's influence has made everyone depressed and they hate their lives i have in my notes medwin took their
1: magic away he believes one person should hold all power that sounds perfectly reasonable. No, it doesn't. <laughs>
0: no, it doesn't. <laughs> well, the unicorns refuse to go any further because they're, you know, beings of light and joy, and they're not going into this hellhole. So they, they're, yeah, they're forced to go on uh, foot. Doran obviously is like, this is all Medwin's doing, yada, yada, yada. Oh, he also says he can control the weather. See? I wrote they can, he can control the weather. He totally did that tornado. But why? Whether he did it but why? knowing it was them or he's just like, I feel like making a tornado. I, I mean, I don't, because at this point, Medwin definitely doesn't know they're back. Right. I'm pretty sure. So it's
1: just random. Yeah. Random just, tornado. All right. Medwin just, yeah.
0: Evil wizard squire name. Since they make the, the mention that he controls the weather, I think that was pointedly like that tornado is medwin's doing i don't know it doesn't maybe matter. the same
1: person that wrote search me <laughs>
0: also wrote the, <laughs> torna- wrote the tornado tornado, throw a tornado in there and then they have to like there's explain gotta it later there's got to be a different way a better way <laughs> jessica fantasizes about doran coming back with her to sweet valley you know you know and it's funny because she's just like we'll just send my brother steven away to live somewhere else and they can have the doran could have his room and i'm like what <laughs>
1: at this point
0: i'm like yes this is a sixth grader yes <laughs> this is definitely not a 15 year old having this like yeah you know, my brother will just move out of the house and door will just take his room how old is their brother again is he like 16 he's a few years 17. older so okay. yeah he's like so he's 15.
1: not going to college anytime soon no <laughs> okay.
0: no they, she wants him to like move out with and go live with and some then, other family and then her
1: parents are totally okay with this yeah. strange boy
0: <laughs> yeah living in the totally okay no no problem and don't worry we we haven't made out yet yeah nothing's gonna happen yeah. <laughs> i'm sure it's but you know i do love him mom <laughs> yeah. but it's okay he's my new brother now now it's weird <laughs> yes. yeah now it now it's gross now uh, yeah now I, it's would, back to I
1: would not be okay with that makeout scene no
0: doubt <laughs> but you were okay with the forbidden game makeout scene they actually were related not really yes they were <laughs> Go go listen to our Forbidden Game episode. Uh, I think it's episode two. If you want to yeah, uh, hear about the kissing two. cousins, Yeah,
1: kissing cousins.
0: Well, while, while she's Jessica's fantasizing about this thing that will never happen, she tries to convince Doran to like give give up the fight. And I'm like, uh, no, like he's got to get his kingdom back. He's got like stuff to protect. He's not going to just go home with you. Yes,
1: pretty selfish thing to ask. Well, I, one of my questions was, would you stay and fight? Or would you try to sneak out? I would stay and
0: fight. Get I would stay and, and fight, Get back what's mine. Too. Yeah.
1: Well, if you were Jessica or Elizabeth, if you were one of the oh, twins, stay and fight? no, no, would no I would for sure. Or
0: would you be like, right. oh,
1: peace out, this isn't my war.
0: No, no, no. I, I I, would want to do something. Even if I wasn't like, hey, I'm going to be on the front lines, I would definitely be like, what can I do to help? Yeah, me too. Somehow I'm going to figure this out. They arrive at the castle gate and there's a carnival happening, but people look miserable. Except for a few nobles that are in fancy costumes. Yes. Doran wonders how they're gonna get past the guards, and Jessica suggests they, they disguise themselves like, like nobles, <laughs> and so she uses her magical clothes-making skills Doran doubts that Jessica's going to be able to recreate the costumes with her magic, but she has to remind him that she is the fashion plate of Sweet Valley. <laughs> and she actually says that. <laughs> Hello, don't. I'm the fashion plate of Sweet Valley. so Don't doubt me, don't me sir. Don't doubt my clothes making skills. Mm-hmm. So she makes the magnificent costumes. She, yep, she proves them wrong. Yep. And they attempt to blend in with the nobles to go in just as they reach the door the guard stops them and then we switch scenes <laughs> the jig is up <laughs> the chapter's over we don't know cuz well, now we're back to elizabeth well one of my one of the notes that I had in
1: for this and I don't know uh, where it comes in but medwin's colors seem to be red and black i think they mentioned like his guards yeah, yeah, yeah. are in red and black and i'm like
0: suitably Typical. evil coo- yes, colors you know you can't do anything better but it's the name it's yeah. the name Ultissimus. Alt- Ultissimus. i already forgot about i was gonna like combine the two names altiscorpius altiscorpius Alt- Alt- <laughs> Alt- Alt- whatever the other one was Ultissimus. at the beginning of chapter 10 uh elizabeth is in the midst of the tornado she's crashing to the ground adair was sucked up into it so whatever but um and she's crashing to the ground, and Dare comes and saves her at the last second. And he's like, "He's like, you need to learn how to fly better. <laughs> oh, what dare. And then he complains about the state of his clothes, and that he's going to have to go fight Medwin, quote-unquote, looking like a peasant. <laughs> I have that note, too. Yeah. Oh and I'm like, I kind of love him. <laughs> yeah. Because he's funny. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah, you don't want to fight him looking like a peasant. Mm-mm. I don't... Wait, does she actually give him clothes? I don't think she does. I don't think she... No, no. because it... It helps him blend in, I think. Oh, yeah. right. That's right. So they go to the castle, too. Um, Adair suggests that Elizabeth not help him with the fight. She, He's actually like, you know, maybe you should sneak out and, and go and leave, and I'll do this. Because uh, yeah. I don't think Doran suggested that. No, I don't um, think so, either. But Adair's like, it's too dangerous. You should go. And uh, Elizabeth doesn't say no. She's She's deciding if she wants to help the fight. Well, I think
1: she knows that it's not right so before when they're so they're traveling kind of the same path as jessica and doran
0: yeah
1: um and they see all the miserable peasants and i wanted mm-hmm. to make a note that um everybody has lost their magic yep. so they're in terrible shape as far as their clothing and is there not can these people not sew in the village i feel like in every village you, you have to have like a sure. blacksmith a baker an alchemist A tavern owner. I mean, you make a a good point.
0: Somebody needs to know how to sew. You make a really good point because remember at the beginning of this story – they like I think it was a dare that mentions that even though everyone has magic to do this kind of stuff it's a lot of times more work to do yes. the magic so most people just do things themselves yes so why now are they suddenly incapable of doing anything I don't know maybe they're just browbeaten and they don't feel like that, doing anything that might be it and but I'm they don't wondering really too, say it like that no
1: they don't they just say all of their magic has been taken away so that's why they look so yeah they should be able to poverty sew. stricken yeah. I'm like uh you, you can still sew yeah um but I'm wondering too, since these people live in this kind of system, do they like beef up their magic skills? Does it exhaust them the same way it would someone that first came into the kingdom with it?
0: No, I would hope not. I would hope that like it's something with <laughs> like a, a muscle. stamina. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because I mean, Adair and Doran claim that they're like amazing at it. <laughs> uh, we haven't seen that yet. No, but we haven't. they haven't. They claim they're amazing at it, and I'm pretty sure it's not their like royal blood. I think it's just that you know they've been doing it for so long for so long so i'm assuming that an older person would be really good at it
1: well maybe i wonder if these people just the villagers just kind of relied on magic so much that they've just lost all that technical skill i'm assuming (laughs) that's what happened because they don't do anything can't like plant food i don't know i don't know i was kind of confused by that
0: it was a little (laughs) confusing there are a lot of plot holes in this book (laughs) or just things that weren't properly thought out yes
1: Jamie, Suzanne. That's okay. You know, as, as a young kid, I probably no. wouldn't have cared that much. Oh,
0: absolutely didn't care. <laughs> didn't think about it at all. And that that's probably why they don't spend a lot of time, you know, considering it because they're like, these pe- these girls are in sixth grade that are reading this. <laughs> Actually, I was younger than that, I think. So, you yeah. know. Oh, I also
1: have a note. Um, when you were talking about Elizabeth and Adair talking, uh, whether or not she's gonna stay and fight, I, I wrote, aha, see, Elizabeth is the best. She does not hesitate to fight for what is right.
0: <laughs> but she does hesitate because she doesn't give like him an Jessica. answer
1: right away. But not like Jessica. Jessica was already working out in her brain to sweep, like sweep him away. To because that's
0: probably the smarter thing to do. Is it? No. It's probably. It's the not s- the right thing to do. It's not. Maybe not. But she's, I don't know. She's a Slytherin. So. She is a Slytherin. Oh. She's definitely a Slytherin. Elizabeth Ravenclaw. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Because she's she's not particularly brave. No, she's
1: very intellectual. Yeah. Yeah, she's Ravenclaw.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We've discovered it, guys.
1: (laughs) Well, I have to be Team Elizabeth then, sorry.
0: Elizabeth's so lame. (laughs) I'm more of a Ravenclaw than a Slytherin, but I do have some Slytherin in me. Oh, I have zero percent. Proudly so. I've definitely got some Slytherin in me, but I'm definitely more uh, Team Jessica, at least in this book. She could be a total pill in some other ones. Oh, really? Well, I mean, I've told you that Sweet Valley High is, like, totally different in that it's—they're both terrible people.
1: Okay, well, you we'll have to—
0: We'll have to read put, one. Put that on the list. Yeah. It'll probably just have to be, like, the first one in the series. Okay. Because I don't remember any specific <laughs> one. I just remember all of them being so dramatic. But, you know, that's thats the whole purpose of them, I guess. A villager recognizes Adair because Adair has no chill. And he's <laughs> like, you know, sauntering in there and like talking out loud. And so like a villager's like, Prince Adair? And you know, he starts like shouting his name out. Yeah. And he's like, whoa, bro, be quiet. Uh, they quiet him and the man promises he won't tell. It turns out that guy is the former servant of theirs named Garland. I'm okay with that name. It sounds like a boring peasant name. Yes. You know, it's fine. (laughs) Yeah. He gives them some interesting information. All I'm interested in is getting Elizabeth and her sister to the labyrinth, and then I'm going to destroy Medwin once and for all. Garland shook his head. Neither task will be easy, my prince. The labyrinth gate has been locked. What do you mean locked? It's never been locked. Not until Medwin seized power. You see, Medwin is fascinated by the other land. He hopes to find a way there so he can bring back the amazing devices he's heard about. But he hasn't found a way to get past the guardian of the labyrinth. Medwin wants to go to my world? Elizabeth cried, her eyes wide in alarm. It's his greatest dream, Garland said. So So now we know
1: Well in my notes. Amazing devices. Are we talking about pagers? Cell phones?
0: (laughs) They didn't have cell phones then. Sewing machines? Maybe sewing machines. They definitely (laughs) car phones. I'm actually pretty sure they didn't have No pagers existed in like nineteen ninety two. Car phones? Nobody had car phones. Well,
1: Maybe that was one of the amazing
0: devices we saw. I mean, like, we also had computers. (laughs) Yeah. You know, there's things. We had uh, the Nintendo Entertainment System. Oh, that's what he really wanted. That's what I would really (laughs) want. But, you know, I mean, as long as it doesn't, like, take over our world, who cares? Go buy a Nintendo, take it home. I don't care. That's not what he wants. You think he wants to take, it doesn't say he wants to take well, it over. Well, no,
1: I don't think he wants to take over, but I think he wants to get his hands on some piece of technology that would, I mean, I'm assuming. That would oppress his people. Yes. I mean, they're more already so, oppressed, though. Even more, I'm a, there's got to be another, like, nearby kingdom that. Yeah, they don't mention, we don't have a map. It's not just living out there by itself. Yeah, I don't know. But he they c- never mentioned the other king. I don't know how far you can really take over the world when your name is Medwin. I'm sorry. Oh.
0: <laughs> it's too close to Melvin. It's Me- <laughs> That's why you hate <laughs> it. You're thinking of Melvin. <laughs> so, right. Medwin's true goal is to travel to the other world, bring technology back. Uh, so he locked the door to the Labyrinth so no one else could get into it, I guess. Uh, but he's not... I don't know. Whatever. It's <laughs> No, locked. come on. Talk about it. Well, I mean, I don't really think anybody else really wants to go, but is that something that happens
1: often? I, d- I don't know. And how many people go? Do the villagers know something about that? Is it just the royal family and the old ones? No, it seems like everyone seems to know. They know about the other land. Maybe he just doesn't want people to escape all of his oppression.
0: Yeah, but everyone says it's, like, so difficult to get through the labyrinth. <laughs> so, I don't really know, like, isn't that... think it would be worth it. I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Whatever. It's locked. So, Garland then tells him about the th- three keys. Yep. You know, which, you know, we already, we already, know, already knew though. about. And Medwin's got the third key, which we already knew about. We don't need him to tell us that because the uh, little rhyme told us mm-hmm. last time about the three keys. So, now... But the thing is, is, like, I thought... I was confused because the whole like Medwin's got the third key thing. I was like, oh, how are we going to get the third key from Medwin? Because I assumed you needed all three keys to open it, which would make sense. It but, does make more sense. But that is not the way it is. It's just you basically... You just need any one key.
1: Yeah. A key opens and locks a gate. And yeah. That's it.
0: And I was like, man, it's it would be so much cooler if you had all three and they like fit together into one key, but instead it's just like...
1: It's just a regular key to a gate. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's literally nothing special. Like you just don't
1: want the bad guy to have it because then he has access to something. That's it.
0: Yeah, but I mean, it doesn't even do him any good to be able to lock it because I'm like, psych, Now I can <laughs> unlock it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. I was, I honestly before I was rereading it, I thought that you needed all three, and I was real confused. I was like, where did I come up <laughs> with that? Because that's the way it should be. I was
1: about to say because it makes more sense. It, it makes, makes a, for a better lot story.
0: more sense. It's a much better story. But that's not what happens. No, but you know w- it's whatever. Okay. Yep. Adair and Elizabeth reach the gate. Garland gives Adair his floppy hat so he could blend in, you know, because mm-hmm. he's like so radiantly handsome that everyone <laughs> will know it's him otherwise. Uh, they attempt to blend in with the other peasant wagons to yes. enter the gate. Luckily, because the guards are busy with Jessica and Doran right now, yes. they're able to make it past without getting noticed. That's right. So that's they provide sick. a nice distraction yeah. for them. Thanks, Jessica. Yeah.
1: So but chapter she, alone. Did she, well, did she know that it was Jessica? She just m- no. noticed like, oh, there's some fancy yeah. nobles that oddly look like they're like she mentioned that she recognized one of the dresses. Like it looked like something from oh, really? an Oscars. That's, oh, that's funny. <laughs> Academy yeah, because Awards. of course that's what uh, <laughs> Jessica, Jessica would, would make.
0: Some Academy Award <laughs> dress. This is how they describe the dress. As soon as she opened her eyes, Doran's expression of delight told her that she'd succeeded. Her gown was magnificent. It was made of deep purple satin and adorned with sequins and ostrich feathers. With a little more effort, she was able to conjure up matching shoes and a flamboyant feather wrap that fluffed up around her neck and hid half of her face. Her hair was caught up in an elaborate twist, held in place by a dazzling diamond tiara. yikes (laughs) yikes <laughs> it's like a it's it's like a you know disney princess yeah, outfit I say, kind very of very sixth grader yeah, yeah, like yeah. definitely what a sixth, sixth grader would see in a magazine and be like
1: oh my gosh yeah is the dress of my dreams it definitely
0: doesn't sound like something someone would wear to the academy awards no <laughs> <laughs> no
1: oh so so one of my notes from chapter 10 was about when you go through the labyrinth no wait it's not when you go through the labyrinth when you get transported to the other land, and I don't know if it's with a spell, but you end up imprisoned forever in a doll.
0: Yeah, they do. They make, I think there was a, somebody asked a question, I don't remember who, about like couldn't he just cast himself a spell to get into the other world? Right. Like talking and about if, Medlin. Yes. And if you, I guess if you try to do that without
1: going through the Labyrinth yeah. Way, you end up imprisoned yeah. in a ball do- A ball Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: You end up imprisoned in the body of a doll. Right. I don't know forever. That does seem very specific kind of magic that you have to do. <laughs> yeah. Like they say doll body, but I wonder if it's just like anything. Like if I don't you're, know you can't like go you end there. up in a toaster? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean but yeah, they that's the reason why Medwin can't just cast magic. Right. Because for some reason, you can't go to the other world unless you're in the body of a doll or something. Just you're imprisoned forever if yeah. you try to do it that way. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? The, ma- the magic knows? of this world is strange. <laughs> it is very strange. They don't really explain <laughs> how it works. But yeah, that is an important distinction. I just thought, to my make. God, what what a bleak existence. Well, why would you want to? Well, you don't need to go to the other world. You need those amazing devices. True, but <laughs> but if you think about have like Adair and Doran were in the body of a doll for like a hundred years, but they're like conscious. That is, how are yeah. they not insane?
1: That is true. That is true. We yeah. haven't talked about that before.
0: I yeah. mean, we mentioned
1: that you know he he remembers getting the makeup on. Yeah. Yeah.
0: How is he not completely <laughs> insane? Because you know. When, what, Aunt Samantha and Amanda or whoever, like, had them as kids, they played with them. But then they've just been in a trunk somewhere for who knows how else because... And they can't communicate with each other, I'm assuming. I don't think so. They can't speak. They're not...
1: But I'm like, Telepathic. are there brains? I know. I <laughs> So it's like solitary confinement and dude, you go insane. for like a
0: hundred years.
1: <laughs> yeah. How H- they are they? They would be insane. Maybe they
0: actually are insane and the girls don't know it yet. Uh-oh. <laughs> that's that's what really happens <laughs> at the end. Just just you wait. <laughs> at the beginning of chapter 11, we're back to Jessica, uh, where they were stopped by the guards. Jessica manages to talk her way out of it. <laughs> She cleared her throat. <clears> throat. Is there some reason why we can't enter? She asked haughtily, trying her best to sound like Lila, who was the closest thing she knew to nobility. Lila is her snooty friend. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I know since you're not, like, no, I it. versed I'm like, in uh, the... yeah, I remember her. Yeah, she's the snooty friend. <laughs> Pardon me, my lady and good sir, the guard said, but those are the most unusual costumes we've seen yet. My men and I were wondering, what do they represent? Jessica nearly fainted with relief. <laughs> oh, that's all she said. Well, this. She twirled around once so the guard could take the full effect of her sequined dress and feather stole is an exact copy of the dress one of my favorite actresses wore to the Academy Awards. The guard looked puzzled. Academy Awards? You know, the Oscars. She was the most glamorous person there, even though some people said her outfit was too gaudy. She tilted her nose in her best Lila imitation. The truth is, they were just jealous. The guard nodded, but it was obvious from his puzzled expression that he had no idea what she was talking about. And the gentleman? Jessica rolled her eyes dramatically. Obviously, you don't watch soap operas, do you? This costume is a perfect copy of the outfit Lance Bogart wore when he had to sneak into the Mordovian embassy to rescue the Flame Callahan. Remember when she was a- kidnapped by the guys who were trying to take over the Western Hemisphere? The guard just stared at her blankly, blankly. Don't you guys ever watch Days of Turmoil? Jessica demanded. She took his arm and swept grandly past the puzzled guards. <laughs> I don't understand why. I mean, I guess she didn't really think it was going to work. Did she? I-, I think she's trying to, like, confuse them. I don't know. So they can't ask her questions. <laughs> okay. But it's just stupid. It is. I'm just like, Jessica, <laughs> now you're a sixth grader again. I mean, we were wrong. They're sixth graders. They're sixth graders. Once they're inside, uh, Doran leads them directly towards the gates of the labyrinth because Jessica, at this point, I think, was planning to just go, right? Or, like, that was her plan? To not stay? I don't I don't know I why. Yeah, I can't remember.
1: I don't know. I think I think it was something he suggested. He did yeah. want her to be safe and, and taken right. care of, protected. So she was all for that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, they discover it's locked. Although Jessica shouldn't be worried because she's got a key. But I, I guess they don't know that the key... It's not the right time. Oh. She
1: felt it, I'm sure, that it <laughs> wasn't the right time.
0: <laughs> but Doran already knows about the three keys. I, I'm assuming most people know. It's like a story that everyone knows. But suddenly the guards are around the corner, and they don't have an explanation for why they're in this tunnel. Yeah. So Jessica <laughs> starts making out with Doran. The guards like, just think they're down here canoodling. What are you doing? Now? Yeah, and that's pretty much what happens. Yeah, it worked. They're scolded and they run out of the uh, tunnel. Um, I wrote that they have a tender moment, but I don't remember. Oh. Wait, I wrote the page number. I'm awesome. I got everything figured out. Let's read their tender 8th grade moment. 6th grade 6th grade. Doran laughed, shaking his head. You're amazing, Jessica. He reached for her hand, and his face grew serious. A moment ago, I said I'd hoped you'd got to meet Adair, because you'd have a lot in common, but... He smiled shyly, his eyes twinkling. I hope you don't have too much in common. You don't have to worry about that, Doran. Jessica replied happily. Haven't you heard opposites attract? <laughs> that was something I wrote too. I'm like, haven't you heard opposites attract? I'm like, where was that? What's that about? Yeah, barf, barf. <laughs> this whole scene, barf, barf. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I'm I'm more team Adair. So
1: I, I honestly I don't know who I am. Who I'm team? Maybe I'm just team Toroman. <laughs> just. <laughs>
0: me up on the mountaintop with this crazy old man. <laughs> he almost made me spit out my drink. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Team Tormon. Crazy old man. You did seem to like him more than anyone yes. else. Yes. He was an interesting character. He was. He was. But not sexy. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about love
1: here, Emma. Okay. We're not talking about, like, you know, rest of your life, companionship. <laughs> no. We, which one are
0: you going to take home to Sweet Valley to live in your brother's room? <laughs>
1: Oh, God. <laughs> not the old man. Well, uh, Garland mentioned he had a son. Maybe. <laughs> oh, no! but he's a
0: peasant. <laughs> That's c- okay? No, not That's okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Back to Elizabeth. Uh, They're in the castle gates, but now they need to sneak into the ballroom. So they pull a Scooby-Doo and dress up like waiting staff. (laughs) Yeah. Like the servants. Yeah. Uh, And they're carrying like trays of food. And I'm like, this is a Shaggy and Scooby moment. (laughs) Because that's exactly what they would do. I'm going to bring up Scooby-Doo later, too. Oh, good. (laughs) Scooby-Doo. So Elizabeth makes them some like serving people outfits. Uh, Adair kisses her in appreciation and says he'll be sad when she has to go back home. Oh. 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 Trumpets blare and signal the start of the ball. And so they enter pretending to be serving people. So Medwin arrives. They describe him as a stooped gray man, which I guess I thought he'd not be old and stooped. I don't know. I guess I imagine him being he's more one like... one of the old ones. He's got to be pretty old. Yeah, but I guess I imagine him more like Saruman. Like old, but like regal. Okay. But he's not. So like they make the kind of first, of like The and first ugly. version
1: of Dumbledore. or the se- You imagine him more like the second version of Dumbledore? No. Kind of that's, fiery. Yeah, maybe. And not the first yeah, yeah,
0: one. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you put your name in the <laughs> goblet <government> of fire? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I'm sorry, Dumbledore. Please don't kill me.
1: <laughs> Man. I imagined him to be... Old and gnarled? Old and gnarled. Yeah. Yes. not Well, when they were talking about how he controls the weather and i think beforehand they had mentioned that his mood kind of reflects the weather too i just i don't know in my mind i was like this is going to be some old craggly man just
0: i guess these days i just imagine like like not young necessarily but just like i don't know not old gnarled people it doesn't (laughs) matter whatever he's stooped and gray uh he literally steps on a person to sit on his throne which is kind of awesome um just shows what kind of guy he is Music plays, and Medwin starts, like, doing, like, food tasting or whatever. And so Elizabeth and Adair have to, like, are getting closer because they, like, have to get up close. And they're, like, afraid that he's going to recognize Adair. And he does. He does. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because suddenly he calls for silence and says, welcome back. And that's the end of the chapter. Chapter 12, we're back to Jessica. She's enjoying the party until Medwin shows up. At this point in the book, like, the events are so, like, closely tied. That is the notes that I have. Yeah, that it's kind of just going back and forth. Yes. Real fast.
1: Which you had mentioned before. I'm like, ah, it doesn't really bother me. And this is when it started to bother me. I felt like I was on some Disney World ride yeah. where the buggy is whipping you back and forth and you're looking at all these different yeah. scenes. I was it's just, a little bit of whiplash. It's a lot.
0: I, don't really, I, I didn't like it before, but I definitely don't like it now because everything's happening. It's supposed to be happening in like this action real time, but switching perspectives makes it slow down the action. It does. Because they almost have to like recap what just happened. Right. Because now that we're with Jessica, she's seeing Medwin come in too. And we're like, God, we just saw Saw that. that." I know, it's just so annoying. So she too hears the crowd go silent and Medwin says, welcome back. It's Adair, he notices, not them. Right. So uh, Adair throws off his hat, revealing himself. Oh,
1: it's me! Oh, it's me!
0: (laughs) And suddenly we're back to Elizabeth, because that's (laughs) what happens. Uh, Medwin attempts to attack Adair with various conjured weapons. Adair manages to stop them all with his magic, because he's Mm -hmm. amazing. Unfortunately, that also means he, too, is being weakened because he's not perfect. Right. Well, I mean, he's been in a, in a doll body. Body, yeah. I mean, <laughs> For a hundred years. I can't imagine that you can really build up your magic stamina. No. Uh, so Adair's being weakened, stopping all these conjured weapons. Medwin, on the other hand, is not tired at all. Nope. And he's taunting Adair. Adair finally tires out and falls to the ground. Elizabeth rushes to his side, just as Medwin sends a giant boulder towards them, and Adara manages to stop it, like, as it's hovering over his head, <laughs> which, it just, I don't know, the image of that just really, it's, I don't know, it's, it's not cool looking in no, my mind. No, it's not,
1: it's <laughs> not, I'm trying to make it, I'm trying to make it cool right now. Can we add some fire around no. it? No, He's it's just the ground, a boulder. He's
0: on the ground, there's a boulder above Whoa. his head, right, yeah. He tells Elizabeth to run, but uh, she can't because suddenly she can't move. So I, I guess now Medwin has noticed her presence because she rushes to his he's side. He's really powerful because he's he's able to do two things at yeah. once. Yeah, I think maybe we're I know we're still in like Elizabeth's point of view, but Jessica's in it now because uh, Jessica and Doran join them, or at least that's what I wrote. I don't know if they like wrote if they ran up to them or they just called out. I don't know. Medwin notices their existence in any case. Uh, Dorna tries to attack Medwin and mm-hmm. fails. Uh, Medwin taunts all of them for not solving the riddle. He says that they only solved part of it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And so... That darn riddle. That stupid riddle. Well, there was a whole other side to it, remember? Yeah. Like, they slid, they did the pairs part at right. the beginning. But there was another side. Another part, yeah. Which we will get to. Jessica also realizes that she's rooted to the spot and she can't move. Elizabeth is trying to figure out how to get out of her situation. She thinks back to the rhyme. Let me reread it, because it was kind of a long rhyme. It, it was I can't kind of really remember. well, Medwin shouldn't have mentioned it because. They obviously Look. hadn't thought of it since
1: then. <laughs> I had a problem with his name. There are several problems I have with Med. Well, he's got
0: that Scooby-Doo. That's exactly oh. what, that's what I told. That's well, what, later. <laughs> I mean, He has it later, but he's got it now, too, where he's like, ha-ha, you meddling kids didn't come up with my riddle. You know. Anyway, let's reread the rhyme. Above her, the boulder dropped another precious inch closer. Elizabeth gulped. Think, she told herself, you've got to remember Elizabeth. Then a phrase came back to her at last. Together apart, wasn't that how it be- had begun? Soon she was repeating the whole rhyme in her mind, cause you know, all it takes is like one word and then you have it. Uh, yes. <laughs> it's again. the same way with <laughs> forbidden <game. laughs> Yeah, I'm like, how can these people remember an entire riddle? I wouldn't, I wouldn't. Together apart, wheels on a cart, unite all these things, eyes, feet and wings, scissors and socks, hands found on clocks, dolls harlequin together apart joined from the start answer this well escape the dread spell answer again and magic's your friend add a good rhyme escape one last time like an idiot elizabeth yells out to adair that they must solve the riddle but i mean like she's like adair we have to solve the riddle to get free when like i don't know does he know the riddle I mean, it was on his neck. <laughs> how can you? You can't I think read. he still has the medallion okay. on him, doesn't he? Okay. Although, he does I don't know. have a medallion. Yeah, like,
1: yeah. I think they were still wearing them. Okay. Although, I, just I don't assumed know about it. Was it was like a tight, like, choker type of oh. thing. Like, how can it? And I mean, you're a doll. You can't move your head to read. But I'm sure
0: everyone that picked him up read the riddle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. He probably knows it by heart. yeah. Uh, he probably knew the solution. Well, you know, you would think he'd have all this time to think of the solution, but he doesn't have it. Yeah. Because he's not like, he's like, I know the answer, it's okay. No, he doesn't come up with it, so it's fine. Well, Medwin's an idiot because he's like, haha, you didn't solve my riddle. And then as soon as Elizabeth's like, hey, Adair, we got to solve the riddle, he's like angry that she figured it out. And I'm like, you've just said it, you doof. I don't understand why he would get angry, but... Uh, Edwin gets angry, but now it seems finally that his uh, magic's at its limit, which is lucky because Adair's about to be smashed by boulder. So yes. you know it's it's okay. And what's happened with Doran? What's he doing to Doran? Uh, I think Doran was just frozen or something. Uh, I don't okay. know. I can't remember. Apparently, I didn't care about Doran because that AI <laughs> the boulder image. <laughs> There's something happening to Doran. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter. Elizabeth and Jessica start just like discussing the riddle out loud. Why not? Because why not? They're just yelling over the crowd of people, <laughs> yeah. which I guess they're just, just standing, standing there, there watching I everything. Know. I don't know. Probably eating. That's where I'd be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> eating popcorn. Be like, what's going yeah. on? Just this is awesome. I'll, I'll be at the food table. I don't right know. Maybe here. they all left and we. I just didn't. They didn't recall say that anything part. about that. I, they might have. I think they're just watching the show. I, maybe they feel like it's all part of the festivities. Jessica discovers that the pears thing is more than just pears. It's they're all items that work better together. Than apart, mm-hmm. yes, right, yes. So she yells that out. Um, thus, they discover that the twin princes really only have power when they work together, cause teamwork, wonder twins. <laughs> this is such a don't they? I'm sorry, I learned that lesson when I was very young. Yeah, two people <laughs> casting magic on a guy better than just one person. <laughs> yeah, but. The stupid thing about it is, is it's not like they, they use their wonder twin powers to, like, I don't know, come up with some more powerful spell. They just have some—it actually reminds me of what happens when Harry Potter has his, like, wand, uh, and it, like, connects with the other wand. What do they call that? But it's just, like, a string of light that connects his and Voldemort's wand, and that's what defeated Voldemort in, like, the fourth book or whatever. Okay. But that's what this is like. Yeah. They're just, like, suddenly they're, like, connected through a golden stream of magic and ta-da, everything's fine. And I'm just, <laughs> like, wait,
1: what? <laughs> and they didn't know this whole time. I'm, like,
0: their, their parents
1: didn't teach them, like, they are better together. But it never is explain. Garland didn't teach them that. No. It's just they're...
0: Wonder twins.
1: One shot of his magic and one shot of his magic. Yeah, but they have to, like, connect y- to each other. Each other. Or... And then it it joins together and then beams ahead straight towards medwin
0: except that it doesn't because medwin escaped right they're a lousy shot when they're together yeah i mean (laughs) i guess like the the beam of golden magic light like just scared him and so he ran off they didn't even do anything with it they literally just connected and it like gave them their energy back i suppose who knows chapter 13 it's the next morning yeah, what? That's, that's what happened. Oh yeah, didn't they like black, did the boys black out? Yeah, they they collapsed from their wonder twin powers. Oh, because I think, I forgot, I guess this is important. Okay. Their wonder twin powers give the villagers their magic back. Okay, I'm sorry, what? I'm pretty sure that's what happened. <laughs> Do I need to look it up and be sure? Cause I think oh, I think like, that's what happened. How does that work? Yeah, I, I don't ga- understand. I, it, they don't explain <laughs> it. I don't know, who knows? So it is the next morning. Yes. Um, The twins are, the twin princes are resting. Mm -hmm. because they're all tired and stuff they're extremely tired yeah garland is uh back in charge all of a sudden because it takes no time at all for things to just get moving again well you know when
1: i first when we were first introduced to him i couldn't tell if he was gonna be good or bad oh really
0: yes i'm like is this guy shifty i couldn't tell they said he was like loyal to their dad or something so i'm like is he a spy now no was he yeah so i'm glad that he's 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 just like hey i'm ready let's i'm just back to work
1: you know, So has he been waiting? No, their time's different. That's right. It hasn't been 100 years there. Mm-hmm. It hasn't
0: been right. that long at all. So I guess he could remember how to do his job. <laughs> Jessica's been told that the prince is arresting, but she insists on seeing Doran anyway. Uh, of course, when she enters the room, Doran's doing homework. Good little Ravenclaw. <laughs> they have a nice chat, and both of them both try to convince the other to stay. Yeah. Or to go to go to Sweet Valley or to stay here, yeah, you know, but, you know. It's not going to work. No. I mean, she's 12. Right. <laughs> you got a lot of change into you, Jessica. <laughs> Doran says he'd hate to lose her, and Jessica says she'd hate to lose Doran whilst looking at unicorns. That's <laughs> that's what I wrote. <laughs> I, I wrote.
1: So she's not probably not really paying attention yeah, to the I conversation. Mean, been, like,
0: looking out the window yeah, or I'll something. Yeah, i
1: miss you, too. Unicorns. <laughs>
0: secretly i'll miss the unicorns i think so i think that's really what it is that's the sixth grader in us (laughs) cut back to elizabeth she's in adair's room adair's complaining about being trapped in a room you know Mm -hmm. because he's got things to do you've been trapped in a doll body yeah this should be nothing (laughs) they have pretty much the same conversation so then we cut to jessica and elizabeth together they are having a conversation about the keys so they tell each other about the keys is this the first time that they've been together alone yes okay so they're having a conversation about the keys. They talk about, you know, just their situation in general. And they decide that they need to go home tonight without telling the boys. I'm, uh, because they didn't want them to, like, try to stop them, yeah, I think is what it is. Yeah. But, they, but they're like, uh, wouldn't it be great to stay? Yeah, but, like, Sweet Valley.
1: And I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> I, I don't imagine it's that. I mean, okay, Mo- your mother and father are there. Absolutely. Yeah. Your family is there. Right. But Sweet Valley itself they they really love Sweet
0: Valley Emma. I've never been connected to a place like that. <laughs> no, maybe me neither. maybe that's what's wrong with me. <laughs> well, maybe me too because uh, me neither. Maybe I need a place like Sweet Valley. So in chapter 14, the twins decide their last activity before going home should be riding unicorns. Yes. Their good time is spoiled when they rekindle their fight about Christmas presents. I know. I was like, (laughs) oh my God, can you just stop? Just let it go. I don't even remember how it came up in the conversation, but just all of a sudden they're fighting again. They fight all the way back to the castle where they unwittingly use their magic to punish each other. Wait. One of them wished the other one to go away. Oh, right. And then she was transported into (laughs) the other room. And And then she comes back and she's like, did you just... Just blink me into another room? (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly what happened. So they both storm off to their rooms and, you know, that's that's that. Sixth Sixth graders. graders. (laughs) So now we're in Elizabeth's perspective. She's in her room trying to decide what kind of gift to leave Adair uh, as a parting gift. She's going to write a story? Yep. Uh, So she (laughs) hasn't learned her lesson, so she magics up a book about her life story or something. But she also leaves a thoughtful note, which is nice. Yeah, but he doesn't read. He doesn't like reading. (laughs) I know. Just give him a photo album. She's like, I literally just had a fight with my sister about how she didn't want to read this garbage I wrote. (laughs) And now I'm going to do it again to someone who also admits they don't like to read. Elizabeth, what are you doing? (laughs) Sixth graders. Like, literally what? (sighs) So she goes to Jessica's room. Jessica has also created a gift for Doran, but hers is just a photo of herself with a note on the back, which yeah. is a little self-centered, but also having a photo of someone's nice. Yeah. It's not. I don't think that's weird. It's not like she gave him like, I don't know, a fashion magazine and was like, here, here's <laughs> all the fashions of Sweet Valley. That like, I that love would so be, much. That would be comparable yes. to what Elizabeth gave. I agree. But she didn't, because Elizabeth's the worst. <laughs> She's not the worst. In this book, she is. Anyway, they head off to the labyrinth.
1: Yes, they've That's
0: decided right. this is the time. Yep, they're going. Know when without to telling it. the boys that yep. they're going. So at the beginning of chapter 15, they're at the labyrinth gate. They fight about who's going to open the door. Oh, yeah. there's. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's so stupid. Yeah, because they're Just still stop. fighting. Just remember. Stop. They're still fighting. And uh, Jessica actually, like, sneaks in and opens it while they're fighting. <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of awesome. Because they're like, uh, why do you get to use your key to open the Who door? Who cares? Mine is just as good. And Jessica's just like, shoop, it's open. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> I did it. Which is actually like... Well, if Elizabeth could have just locked it again and then opened it. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> I kind of wish they had done that. <laughs> so they enter the tunnel, which just try- kind of like slopes downward for ages. Like mm-hmm. it's like a long sloping tunnel. And then all of a sudden they are in a clearing full of like roses in a cottage mm-hmm, and yes. it like looks familiar to them somehow then medwin appears <laughs> he uh tells them that the guardian won't let him pass so therefore he's he's gonna make sure that they can't pass either he's gonna do everything in his power to make sure that they right. can't go i guess if you can't, can't have go. the other land Neither if i can't can I. yeah if i yeah. can't have it then no one can so he tries to shoot uh, fireballs at them, but they're unharmed while they're in the garden. Right. And Bedwin can't enter the garden. Right. So he's just pretty much standing there watching yep. it unfold. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> he's just like being a little angry goblin guy, just be like, ha <laughs> like, dancing stomping. around. Yeah, I imagine we, him like we, stomping. We, we. Now he looks like a stooped old man, yeah. <laughs> stomping and being angry. Suddenly, like the twins, kind of like feel compelled to enter the cottage like they're like mm-hmm. they're like i must enter the cottage now. oh yeah they're kind of pulled yeah in they're by pulled something. towards but they're
1: pulled aren't they pulled in different like different, different doors.
0: doors different doors so there's two doors to the cottage and each girl's pulled to a different door when jessica enters there's an old woman there that looks familiar to her but before we find out who it is we cut back to elizabeth and she's entering the cottage she sees a woman that she recognizes as, like, great Aunt Samantha or whatever. Yeah. Although I don't know how they'd ever seen their faces or whatever.
1: Probably a picture.
0: I guess it's just, like, the guardian of the labyrinth has taken the image from Elizabeth's mind, and that's why okay. she resembles her.
1: Okay. But the cottage will always be the same. Because I'm like, Medwin maybe? can't enter, so he's given the same image yeah, as a cottage? Yeah, he's
0: it. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Or maybe, like, the, like the cottage changes, but he can see it. Because he's still.
1: I don't, I don't know. Because I'm like, who's his guardian that won't let him in? He's saying the guardian know, they won't let him in. know, the,
0: they mention like that the rose garden is specific to them because it looks familiar to them. Right. So I don't know. I guess maybe the image appears and he can see it because he's outside of it. It's not like an invisible image. Right. Okay. But maybe but his, his was guardian different. is different. Yes. I'm okay. assuming like everything was different for him, but they don't mention. I would like to know what he said. I would like to know too. I also want to know what question he was asked. I want to know, too. No, we don't ever find that out. No, we don't. No, nope. The Guardian has the question for Elizabeth and Jessica. They're both asked the same question, mm-hmm. which is, what is the most important gift you have ever received?
1: What would your answer be? As you. Not as the girls.
0: It's hard for me to answer that question because I know what the answer to theirs is, so <laughs> okay. I know what kind of answer right. they want. <laughs> we'll wait and discuss that after then. <laughs> Okay, we cut back to Jessica as soon as the question's asked from Elizabeth's point of view. We cut to Jessica. I know, it's so freaking annoying. Uh, Jessica is smart enough to figure out that the Guardian doesn't want, like, a typical answer. Right. Because she starts thinking about, like, all the, like, my, my roller skates and, like, my, my purple sweater. And, like, she thinks about that stuff and she's like, nah, they're not going to want that. So she decides to say that the story Elizabeth wrote right. is her best gift do you think that's a good answer? I think it's in the right direction, but
1: I don't think it's what it. I mean, she hasn't even read the story at this point. Yeah, so she doesn't even know. If so it's she's good. just
0: like, oh, I know what they want to hear. Yeah. It's probably going to be. She's this. definitely saying what they want to yeah. hear. Suddenly, we're back to Elizabeth, and <laughs> she has the same answer that it's Jessica's gift to her. But suddenly, they're both outside, face to face. They would both got the answer wrong. What? What? Medwin's gleeful. He's like, ah, and then the, the garden starts disappearing and he's like relishing all the torture he's going <laughs> to inflict on them. He's like, ah, I'm going to torture you guys see, and yada, see, yada, yada. And this is, another, this is another thing
1: where I have a problem where it's like at sometimes he's like a Scooby-Doo villain where he seems very cartoonish and not real at all, and then he says really horrible things about, like, torture, Mm -hmm. and how they have to beg for mercy, and I'm like, good God. I had such a hard time. Uh, I don't know about you, but when I read things, I'll think of, like, what the voice would be for this person, for this character, and at first, I'm like, okay, would this be Tim Curry? Would this be Jeremy Irons? But at times when he's talking about, like, the devious stuff, it sounds like Jeremy Irons. But when he comes in with this, like, Scooby-Doo villain dialogue, I don't know who it is. So I'm <laughs>
0: totally confused by his character. Totally confused. The garden's disappearing. Madwin's talking about how he's going to torture them. The twins are, like, fearfully apologizing to each other. Like, I'm so I'm sorry, sorry. <laughs> I was such an asshole to you. Yeah, me too. But then they remembered the rhyme. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> There's, so there's more to it yep well the last line of the rhyme says add a good rhyme and escape one last time and somehow they reason out that they need to rhyme dolls harlequin right it's with something else because it's the only, only line, line that doesn't rhyme with anything
1: Mm-hmm. wait wait jessica cried dolls harlequin it never fit everything else rhymed except that line frantically she began to chant the familiar words together apart wheels on a cart unite all these things eyes feet and wings scissors and socks hands found on clocks dolls harlequin all we need is a rhyme for dolls harlequin jessica said and i have one she glared triumphantly at the sorcerer dolls harlequin a pair of aspirin (laughs) good one Jessica Medwin actually withdrew his firebolt a few inches and stared at Jessica in confusion what did you say? I said a pair of aspirin it rhymes with harlequin and it's just like wings and feet and all the other things aspirins usually come in pairs after all
0: that's not true I've taken only one
1: before yes I take only one most of the time Yeah. anyway she must have some really bad headaches we shouldn't headache shame her no (laughs) She, sixth grader, <laughs> needs those two aspirin. Yeah. Medwin sneered meanly. Nonsense. Aspirin isn't even a word. Yes, it is. In my world, people take aspirin when they have a headache. Medwin laughed. We're not in your world, little girl. And that answer just won't do. He intensified the firebolt again. The rose garden was now only a few feet wide. Red petals fell like rain, withering in the intense heat of Medwin's flame. Nice try, Jessica, Elizabeth said comfortingly, shrinking back against the cottage wall. Sorry, Jessica said. I never was very good at poetry. The girls cringed as the flames crackled near their feet. The heat was like an oven. It was only a matter of seconds now. Wait, Elizabeth shouted. The girls stared at each each other, eyes fixed and intense as though they were reading each other's mind. Suddenly, both pairs of eyes grew wide. Twin, they both cried at once. Jessica's eyes filled with tears. The most valuable gift I ever received wasn't what you gave me, Lizzie. It was you.
0: <laughs> Just stop right there. Are you you sure? don't need to go in. Are anywhere. you sure? Yes. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, that's that's the answer to the rhyme. It's uh, dolls, Harlequin, my, my very, very own twin. twin.
1: Well, how would they know like the full phrase to be my very own twin I don't know if I' would. yeah they always
0: twin they, yeah yay for my twin yeah they, they, the fact that they say the same thing at the same time yeah. is kind of goofy well because you
1: know I don't have a twin so maybe there is some kind of twin connection that twin we don't connection. know about that's
0: true that's true well Medwin admits that they're right but he suddenly he doesn't care about the rules of magic anymore and plans to kill them anyway <laughs> which I'm just like okay so wait Like, they make this whole thing about, like, how he had to – when he sent Adair and Doran away, he had to follow the rules of magic Mm -hmm. and give them, like, a way out with the little Mm -hmm. rhymes or whatever. Yep. And so it's made – we're made to understand that there is this law of magic that you have to abide by, but apparently it's just, like, voluntary. Well, he doesn't care about it now. No. I don't even know –
1: if he were an evil wizard why he would care about it in the first place yeah that's I, what i'm wondering i don't even assume that taking other people's magic would be part of the rules either but
0: i mean i don't the, know they just <laughs> the one rule that they've talked about i don't know they, he just decides that he doesn't care if they solve the riddle he's just gonna kill him so it's how <laughs> <laughs> uh. i know he's a confusing
1: character and it's because the intern the intern wrote him <laughs>
0: Well, luckily, that's when the princes show up. They just somehow, know- well, they do know. I mean, well, if you yeah. woke up and you they didn't knew know where, where they, they were. were going, they knew. The princes decide that they're going to turn Medwin into a doll. My last note of this chapter is he doesn't even fight back, so whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't fight back? I guess not. <laughs> I mean, they're like, uh-uh, Medwin, we've got Wonder Twin power. And as soon as they're like, golden stream With of light our shows our powers up. combined. And, yeah, so I, I guess that's the end of that. But they, he's, they say they're going to turn him into a doll, but then I don't think they do it just then. Like, we don't see him turn into a doll.
1: No, he's transported, I guess. To the other land. And that's, that's how you become a doll.
0: Oh, right. We don't see him turn into a doll. They do something and off he goes. Okay. But like, did the twins like spend some time thinking up his rhyme? I kind of felt like
1: maybe the rhyme just happens. Oh,
0: really? That like you don't have you, to
1: come up with it? I That's what I gathered. When I was reading it, I kind of felt like. I don't think When so. you send someone to the other land. It just, the laws of magic do it. The laws of magic, put them in a doll body and then they've got that rhyme to it.
0: There's a reason why I don't feel like that's the case, and I'll talk about it when we find out what Medwin's Rhyme is. Last chapter, chapter 16, the Rose Garden reappears, and the images of their relatives appear, the Guardians, I guess, and are like, hey, you know, you failed, but now you didn't fail, so I guess they get more than one chance. Okay, because they solved... The end yeah, I of guess that riddle they get another chance. So you chance. could just try as many times as you want. I but, don't know. I was under the impression you could only do it one I mean, time, it seems
1: like with Medwin he only got one shot. Yeah, it's not like he tried I don't it again. even know. Did he even get to the question? He said that the Guardian wouldn't let him in, right? I can't remember. Who knows? I, I don't know. I don't so think many they know. There are so many <laughs>
0: plot holes. So there's a tearful tearful farewell between the twins and the princes. Um and wait God, I'm sorry. My notes, I don't remember sometimes because I wrote, there's a tearful farewell and they give them Harlequin dolls, question mark. Who they, gives who? Yes. Harle- they they G- gave
1: the girls the Harlequin dolls.
0: Where did they get them from? I don't know. Hang on. <laughs> I guess when you go this. back to the
1: world, you're no wait. You're out of. You jump out of the vessel of the doll. Uh,
0: hang on. I gotta find it because I obviously when I read it, I was confused because I'm like question mark. But like I'm still confused. So hang on. I gotta read. Did the they passage. have it throughout the whole journey and they've just kept it in their satchels? It's time, Great Aunt Amantha said. You gave the truest answer, girls. Now you mu- must return to your own time and your own land. The two princes looked at each other as though they were sharing the same single thought. Suddenly, Jessica felt something in her arms. She looked down to see a Harlequin doll. Oh, they just magicked oh, them up. Oh, okay. Just as Elizabeth was holding a nearly identical doll, the only difference was the expression on their faces. Yeah. So they magicked them up. But yeah. still, it's kind of dumb, like you were imprisoned in this horrible thing. <laughs> Do you really want to like relive that? I mean, they're here, not reliving it. Here. They're giving it to them, I guess, have as a my, memory. Have
1: my vessel containing my insanity for a hundred years I mean, if you're to remember magic me so- by. <laughs> I mean, magic me be
0: something cooler than that. I don't know, like a diamond tiara. I would like a little like snow
1: globe. <laughs> yeah, with snow globe would be cool, And like yeah. magical unicorns running around yes. Yeah. See, you're a much better prince. <laughs> These princes are lame. Ugh, I mean, I just, I just don't like dolls like that. I wouldn't have that in my room. I don't room. even mind
0: doll. I like dolls fine. I just like. <laughs> I you love would think you. those Take dolls this. are like a source of like trauma, trauma. for them. Yeah. I, but I guess not because they're they come out of the dolls and they're perfectly normal. Yeah. Like I remember them just like appearing and being like, all right, gotta go to the castle now, and I'm like, wait a minute, you've been in a doll you, body yeah. for a hundred years by yourself. <laughs> i think i have some like freaking out to do i don't know
1: we they wouldn't even be able to walk oh yeah we didn't even talk about that or think
0: about that they'd be atrophied whatever i guess the The rules of magic the magic
1: suspends their body in perfect condition
0: (laughs) the princes give them dolls and and they go and now the twins are back in sweet valley they're outside their house and no time has passed that's right did they ever explain why no time passed?
1: I mean, other than that, time is different there.
0: Yeah, but they already said time, time moves faster in Sweet Valley, and so like at the beginning of the book, they're like, yeah, a weeks already. Oh probably wait, passed. no, I
1: think they made some mention about
0: how the twins' magic
1: about going through the labyrinth will
0: oh will okay
1: set the time back for them. Okay, that's nice. That's nice. To know. <laughs> yeah, good, good, good thing. Good thing because they the would have been gone for like years, <laughs> yeah. I think
0: because wow, we'd I have guess. a flight
1: of the navigators situation oh my. man i love that movie <laughs> i only liked it when i was older i did not like it as a kid i, I don't it. know why but it was kind I like of sad it like if you it think was heavy. it was yeah. heavy yeah like going
0: back and seeing like your whole family being grown up yeah. i
1: remember being kind of sad about that part and i don't i think i really didn't like the testing that they did on him yeah was just, that was ugh. it was kind of
0: it's kind of creepy for yeah. kids anyway sorry anyway yeah <laughs> we got a lot of tangents today that's just that's just what happens happens today the next morning, the twins somehow wonder if it's all a dream. I mean, g- come, come on, on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's literally a wrote. Come on, <laughs> you're you're in the street with two dolls. Like, yeah. I mean, I guess you could think you were sleepwalking.
0: Brother Stephen comes in and Brother tells Stephen. Them, <laughs> Brother Stephen, <laughs> that's what I wrote. Brother Stephen, it's <laughs> so British. Brother Stephen <laughs> comes in and he tells them that he figured out the riddle. And I want to know why he was spending his entire like <laughs> Christmas night thinking about this riddle. But he burst into the room and he's like,
1: "I figured it out, guys!" Well, well, he's not a gamer. I don't think he has a girlfriend. Is <laughs> no. he in sports? Like no, maybe? He, yeah, yeah he, got he got a basketball. That's right. So he's definitely he should be he playing basketball. He does have basketball. hobbies. He does have hobbies. He does.
0: Uh, but when he picks up the doll to like tell them about it, the riddle has changed. That's right. Yeah. So now here's what it says now. A place far away, where unicorns play, where a merminon dives and magic survives. Two princes the same, each with his own name, say both names together and return here forever.
1: (laughs) I like that rhyme. However, the forever part concerns me. Does that mean that if they say it, they're going to end up there
0: forever and they won't be able to leave? That's what I assumed. Well, shh. I'll, yeah no <laughs> like don't do it no and they don't <laughs> okay because the next day in sweet valley none of this has ever happened <laughs> okay. because they never mention it again well that's kind of sad in a way a little way. bit
1: yeah i guess when they're like 30 years old and they're like maybe they're not married <laughs> like I've, I've still got to dare right i wonder how much
0: time <laughs> will have passed then oh my god they'd probably be dead right they're not gonna want third. no i mean no because time passes slower over there yeah yeah yeah
1: it's so faster like, in Sweet Valley. So when they 20 come back, years
0: passes in Sweet Valley. They maybe maybe 5 years over there. I don't know. Wow. So they'll be like, you know, 20. And Jessica and Elizabeth they're like 40.
1: That happens in this world. <laughs> yeah, I guess. It could it could be okay there.
0: <laughs> He's going to be like, "Oh, I remember <laughs> you being being a little bit better looking. Uh, I still have this picture of you." Yeah, and, you don't look, uh, you don't look like your 6th grade self. <laughs> Sorry. (laughs) I only like sixth graders. (laughs) This took a weird turn. We can edit that out. (laughs) (laughs) No way. I'm real. So yeah, the riddles changed, cool. They have breakfast with the family. Everyone is certain the story about Samantha and Amanda is what stopped their fight. Oh, yeah, right. Because they're, they're not sure, fighting sure, anymore. Sure, Grandma. That's, yeah. that's what it is. That's what it is, Grandma. Well, Grandma, I think, knows somehow, although I don't know how she knows. Because she acts like she knows. Because remember when she gave them the doll? She's like, She was kind of like, this is going to solve all your problems or whatever. Yeah. But like, how, the, how would she know what the dolls represented? Because... It's not her, like Samantha and
1: Amanda ever solved the riddle, right? They're, they're, her mother never used, like, used it and Mm-mm. traveled. No, I don't know. How does she know? A plot
0: hole. That's <laughs> how she knows. Search me. Search me. <laughs> Suddenly, the twins ask to be excused from the dinner table. Uh, turns out, Jessica went off to read Elizabeth's story. Oh, yeah. And Elizabeth went off to reschedule her stupid newspaper meeting so she She could go to the concert. Turned out to be very easy. Yes, which she should have done anyway.
1: I don't imagine any of her friends really would want to do that on New Year's
0: Day. No. I wouldn't. I mean, obviously, it was the principle of the thing with Elizabeth. She was like, you didn't remember. I understand. You don't care enough about (laughs) my plans. And I mean, okay, but like, listen, save the whales only happens on certain days. It's not like Jessica can plan it. Yeah.
1: Like, if I tried to plan something for you when, like, Duran Duran was in town.
0: I'd be like, sorry, I'm I'm not no, going. Yeah. Duran Duran's in town. Because that's the only day they're going. Yeah. So, you know, I mean. But it's brunch, Allison. Oh, sorry. Let's have brunch <laughs> the next day. Ugh, Elizabeth. So then, at the very end, uh, Jessica's friend Lila shows up at her house. Yeah. And, l- like, it's kind of strange for Lila to just be like, it's Christmas Day, hello, I'm here, or whatever. Or is it the day after Christmas now?
1: I think it's the day after. Okay, so I guess it makes a little bit more sense. I don't know. I'm mean, Well, granted, I didn't really have that many close friends growing up, so, like, nobody came over to it my house kind of after strange. Christmas. Well, like, yeah, like, a sixth you,
0: grader doesn't usually just talk about. Well, you talk about your stuff when you get back to school. Talk on the phone, too. Yeah. Like, that's – I did a lot of talking on the phone with my friends at that age. I
1: don't know. Maybe they just, like – Whatever, Lila shows up. <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, she complains about her awful Christmas – And she's like, oh, my God, my dad gave me the most hideous doll. (laughs) Duh, it's Medwin. It's Medwin. It has a riddle.
1: It does have a riddle.
0: (laughs) Let's read the riddle. But her dad says that he didn't give it to her, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just appeared. So it's
1: actually from Santa. Santa gave you that ugly doll.
0: He did. As a doll, he's been set. Free him now, not just yet. He lived none too well to escape a dread spell. But all in good time. You'll find a good rhyme to send him back to his kingdom. So they have to rhyme the word kingdom, kingdom, which is a hard word to rhyme.
1: I think it could be done though, right? Couldn't it? What if you just chose a word that ended with dumb, or that what, sounded what like would dumb?
0: Come up with one.
1: God, you're gonna have to give me like three weeks to <laughs> research that.
0: Well, see, that's the reason why I don't think don't that the do that rhyme ing-dom. is random. I don't think the rhyme's random because they
1: well, they came up the, with a particularly brother, difficult one. The brothers one. did that? Maybe Doran. Doran could have done yeah. it.
0: I mean, I'm just saying, like, they came up with a particularly difficult one. Yeah. Although I don't know why Medwin wouldn't have come up with, like, orange or something so they could, like, <laughs> never get free. Yeah. I mean, I really don't know. I don't know how it works. Yeah. No one knows how magic works in this no. universe. mm So Lila's got the Medwin doll. Um,
1: Which I think is interesting that it shows up right in down Sweet the Valley. street yeah <laughs>
0: maybe that was on purpose maybe you can kind of like tell it to where to go although oh, i they, don't i don't they know why they, they would them. want it near them i don't know none of it makes sense it's like i love you please stay here
1: i don't want you to be they want him to like in harm's watch way, medwin and make but, sure but uh we're gonna put this <laughs> evil wizard doll next to you <laughs> we love you come back and stay with us maybe it's a plan to get them to come back and stay with them forever
0: maybe Because they do give them the option, but the girls are just like, yeah, whatever, we're not going to do that. We love Sweet Valley too
1: much. (laughs) Too much. I'm going to go hang out
0: with my sixth grade boyfriend now. I just
1: hope that, like, when they're 20-something and maybe, like, they're having a hard time finding jobs. Then they'll be like, let's go back to the magic world. Surely they'll still want us.
0: (laughs) I'll just live with the unicorns. (laughs) Yeah, it's fine. Anyway, uh, that's pretty much the end of the book. The twins tell Lila not to try too hard to figure out the riddle on Medwin's, you know, doll and then the book ends with sly winks between the twins and then that's pretty much <laughs> that's it the end oh and then they never mention it again, again. <laughs> that's so crazy so we did it it's done yeah final thoughts
1: um well i actually i did enjoy this book and it i don't know what podcast etiquette says about talking about previous podcast episodes but um, this book did for me what I thought Fairy Rebel was going to do for me. It transported me back to that time when I was younger, yeah. reading about magic and fantasy books. That's interesting Fairy considering Rebel did you did not read do this. that to me. Oh,
0: that's sad. I know, it's really sad. I mean, I'm going to be honest Fairy Rebel was not what I remembered either. I remembered so much more. Yeah. Yeah. But this had. This had what I call, like, it checked all of the boxes that you want, like, a teen girl or, like, a preteen girl wants in a story. Yeah. It's got... Magical world that you get to travel to. It's got handsome princes that, you know, sweep you off your feet. It's got um pretty dresses. Yeah. It's got like the option of becoming like a queen. Yeah. It's got freaking <laughs> unicorns. It's got mermaids. I mean, it's got like, it's literally like they took the like list of like, what do like preteen all they, girls all like?
1: Everybody in the group was sitting around <laughs> yeah. the table.
0: They're like, here's where, let's write on the board. Yeah. Uh, all the things that teen girls like. Okay. Putting them all Un- in this book.
1: Unicorns, check.
0: <laughs> yep. Putting them yeah. all in this book. And I don't know if exactly I was necessarily,
1: was. if I back then necessarily cared too much about princes and stuff like that. But the world. I think I did. With the, wor- the world building in it, I really yeah. enjoyed. Magical I just universe, love yeah. the other realm type of stuff. It's, it was wonderful. So, and I didn't get that from Fairy Rebel, which stinks because. They didn't do
0: a lot of world building in Fairy Rebel. No, they didn't. It was just kind of like. And she's also still just like firmly planted in her own world, which I think is the big difference. True. That, you know, the main characters in those books like brush with magic, but they don't really get it. Yeah. It's
1: interesting that the twins learn to appreciate the personality traits of the other one, but they can only do it in the form of a good looking male.
0: I mean, (laughs) it makes sense to me.
1: (laughs) Yes. Like, oh, I appreciate you now, but that's because I've been stuck with this really cute guy who reminds me of you.
0: I mean, I think it's more than that. I mean, I think they do realize that their twin means a lot to them, even though they've got literally nothing in common.
1: Well, I mean, they were the only ones that could share the key secret with each other, and... I guess.
0: But they didn't really need both keys, so it didn't matter. No, they didn't. The whole key... The key thing is so annoying. (laughs) Okay, so I picked this book because I loved it. When I was young, I remember reading it a bunch of times and I had, I'm going to be honest in that I had a really hard time getting past the writing style when I was rereading it because the flip-flopping drove me insane. Yeah, It drove me absolutely insane. I don't remember it bothering me when I was young, but this time it just oh it's just like every time it like flipped again i was and that maybe it's because when i was younger it took me like longer to read it or something
1: because you kept having to switch perspectives and get into May- what was going
0: on maybe but like now that i'm an adult and i read quickly it felt like i was spinning around yeah constantly yeah. changing perspectives and it was it, it was just poor writing and it bugged the hell out of me <laughs> and i had a I just, I was really disappointed in that part of it. But, like, the story itself is exactly what I expected it to be. Mm -hmm. Now that I'm an adult, I realize how many stupid plot holes there are (laughs) and how many things just don't make sense. Yeah. But the ideas are still there. Yeah. The ideas are there. The ideas are good. I still love portal fantasy, as we've decided it's called. And it's always going to be my favorite genre. Yeah, mine too. And so... I know 100% why I loved it back then. And if I had a daughter of that age, I would want her to read it.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm definitely going to get this book for my nieces.
0: You can get it on thriftbooks.com. And that's not a sponsor. They don't know who I am. (laughs) They don't pay me. I just love that site. Yeah. That's where I got this one. Well, my original copy was gone. So I got it on thriftbooks. (laughs) Well... Sweet Valley down. I'm sure we'll read some other Sweet Valley books uh, at some point, but, you know, yeah. I've got so many other things to get to before, before, before we, we go Before we revisit Sweet, okay. Sweet Valley. So, Emma, what book have you chosen for us next week?
1: I have chosen Runaway Rao, the book written by Beverly Cleary. Yes.
0: She's the one who wrote all the Ramona books. I yes. have read the Ramona books. I have not read this. Yes.
1: I've, I read the Ramona books, too, but... Uh, you know, there's such thing as like horse girls. I was pretty much a mouse girl growing up.
0: You know, I've heard of <laughs> horse girls, but I don't know if I've heard of mouse girls. I
1: loved any book written about a mouse. I had pet mice. Um, so one of my favorites is, is this series. It's actually a series, three parts. Um, is this the first one? This is actually the second one. Oh. I know I probably should have chosen the first one, but I wanted to choose this one because I have a picture from 1991 of me holding this book. That's adorable. <laughs> and I, I honestly, I can't remember anything about this book, but I know that I read all three of these books
0: I'm, I'm hoping it'll come back to you. I'm hoping so, too. As you're reading it.
1: But I can give just a little bit of gist of, about it. With a motorcycle to rev and an open road to see, Ralph S. Mouse is itching to run away from his overprotective family. But once he escapes to a summer campground nearby, the horrors of the wild make him doubt his plan. Angry cats, scary watchdogs, and grouchy gophers are only the half of it. But then he befriends Garf, a sad and friendless boy at the camp. Though he wants desperately to be back home with his relatives, Ralph realizes that he may need to help Garth before he can help himself.
0: Wow. <laughs> Sounds kind of deep.
1: It does. So, I don't know. We'll see. I don't know what to expect. The, and and you know, read this. reading this, I'm like, oh, it's a summer camp book. This is like the third summer camp book. That I remember reading as a kid. So I guess I had a thing for summer camp. Did you go too? to summer camp? No. <laughs> well, I went to one and it was ter it was socially it was terrible. No. But what I learned was fabulous, but I
0: was I was Garf. Nobody talked to me. Aw <laughs> Too bad you didn't have a mouse friend. Oh man, if I could have found one I would have. Well, that's what we're gonna read next time. So if you wanna read along with us, please do. Um, next Monday, we will we will talk about Runaway Ralph. Yeah. All right. Until next time, go uh, play with your Harlequin dolls and see, see if they'll send you to a magical world. <laughs> but not if it's an ugly wizard doll. Yeah, don't mess with the ugly wizards. No. Don't try to Just think leave of them
1: alone. anything that rhymes with kingdom. <laughs> I'm expecting you to come up
0: with something by there's next, n- week. I, there's nope, next week. There's nothing. No, next week I'm going to ask I, you.
1: If I find out, does it release some sort of Medwin doll somewhere?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to ask you. Do your homework. Okay. All right. Peace out, guys. See you Bye. next week. To learn more about us and see what we're going to read next, visit our website at growingupbookish.com.